It's a big weekend in college football. We're breaking down the top two games of the weekend, prospects and players in those games, and our top five wide receiver prospects at this point. Ooh, this will be interesting. That's on Locked On NFL Draft. Let's go. You are Locked On NFL Draft, your daily podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, sir. We appreciate you being here with us, Locked On Draft Team. You see him right there with the hat backwards. Well, you both have hats backwards. Maybe, wait, hold on. Should I put my hat on backwards too? Hey, hey. Join in. I mean, maybe I should, but I can't do it because I got headphones on. But that's Eric Crocker, former NFL, AFL defensive back, pumping his fist right there. Down on the bottom, you have Ryan Tracy from Rogue Analytics. At least he's down on my bottom of my screen uh, at Rogue Analytics, at Ryan Tracy NFL on Twitter, at Eric underscore Crocker on Twitter, and I'm John Harris, football analyst, sideline reporter for the Houston Texans and owner-operator of footballtakeover.com. You can follow me on Twitter, at jharrisfootball. And this is a Thursday show. It's a crossover Thursday presented by our friends at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is so much fun, it's easy to play. No competing with other players, just you versus the projections available pick two to five players and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry it can literally take less than 60 seconds to enter it's that easy we love prize picks and we know you will too first time users can receive 100 percent instant deposit match up to 100 dollars with promo code locked on that's prizepicks.com promo code locked on we are locked on two Big games this weekend. We're going to start with the one that takes place earlier in the day. The big noon kickoff, as it's called, which I will say this. And, Eric, you grew up in Stockton, California, so you know this. But I was out visiting my family this last week. I was out in L.A. before we went to Las Vegas. And so I got up a kind of normal time, I felt like, out in L.A. And all of a sudden, Lee Corso's making picks on game day. I'm like, oh, man, college football game started 9 o'clock out on the West Coast, man. This is kind of cool. Yeah. We'll start at noon in Happy Valley, where Penn State's taking on Ohio State. Of those two teams, we've talked about C.J. Stroud, and there's some guys that I know that we're all looking at. Ryan, we'll start with you with this one with Ohio State and Penn State. A number of receivers in this particular game, C.J. Stroud. And then what intrigues you the most about Ohio State, Penn State? I just, after seeing a little bit of a glimpse of JSN again, I want to see more. Can he get back on track? Martin Harrison Jr. is really pushing to be not only the best receiver on, on that particular roster, but we'll, we'll talk about where he ranks in his class. I, I really want to see Jason get back on track because I think we're going to have a discussion about him later that's going to really key into what can he do despite having this injury and being able to be the, the X factor that he has been in the past. Yeah, I mean, you guys know we, we didn't battle about it, but we discussed it early in the offseason. Uh, or later in the offseason heading into the season, I had JSN in front of Keishon Booty from LSU. Neither one of them had a good year because Booty has been, well, at the beginning of the year, we sort of hamstrung with the understanding of the offense, Jay Dams, everything that was going on. JSN, it was an injury. Well, JSN's on the field. Now LSU's playing better. So I think we're starting to see a little bit better of those two for sure. But yeah, I mean, JSN may not be the, he might be the second best or even third best on his team behind Harrison Jr., and Emeka Abuka, those two guys are phenomenal. And by the way, Julian Fleming's pretty good too. So JSN's got to find his way back into that lineup, which is going to be pretty cool. 
But, Crack, I'm pretty excited about C.J. Stroud going against a Penn State defense, and that means Joey Porter at corner, who I know you and I have talked a lot about as well. Yeah, Joey Porter, really long cornerback, and this is going to be a good matchup for those uh, Ohio State receivers right there on the outside. You talked about Smith and Jigma. He'll probably play a little bit more in the slot. That's what we've seen him do. But Marvin Harrison Jr. and the other kid, I don't want to butcher his last name, but, I mean, he's leading the team in receiving right now, the sophomore uh, right there for Ohio State. Go ahead. Say that name again. Emeka Abuka. Oh, Abuka. Okay, there we go. Abuka. So, I mean, he's leading the team in receiving. We talk about Marvin Harrison and a lot that he's done. But when you're going up against this type of passing game, that can be extremely explosive. This is going to be the biggest challenge for Jory Porter Jr. to this day. Yeah, I think one of the matchups I'm be looking forward to is actually one in the trenches, actually out on the edge of the trenches. And I'm not even going to try and – I'm just going to call him Olu. Olu Fashanu, left tackle for Penn State. This guy looks the part of an NFL tackle. He is high cut, but moves well, powerful, excellent pass protector. And the guy for Ohio State out on the edge is Zach Harrison. And this guy is as good an athlete as maybe Ohio State has seen. But the play has not always matched the athleticism. The play is always not quite there. But he started to play against, um, against Iowa. He started making a few more plays. Like, okay, maybe Harrison's starting to get to – uh, where we expect him to, where it matches that athleticism, that's going to be a heck of a battle because Fashano is a third-year player for Penn State. As he continues to play well, I think he is going to get more and more acclaim because of his size, because of his length, because of the athleticism. He's going to get that acclaim. Hey, he might get a first-round stamp from from a few people. I've got to study him a little bit more. I've watched him like two or three games, and I've been impressed. But I'm like, ah, you know, I don't know if I'm all the way there yet, but a good young player and Olu Fashano going against Zach Harrison, I think, is going to be one whale of a battle in Penn State and Ohio State. Now, another battle that's taking place is between two quarterbacks that we have talked a lot about. But I can't wait to see Kentucky, Tennessee, Will Levis, v. Hendon Hooker. We'll talk about that next. But first, I want to talk to you about, well, my pants, which I know sounds kind of odd. John wants to talk about pants. Yes, I want to talk about some of the most comfortable pants I've ever put on and I had them on just yesterday when I was in the building going to work uh, with the Texans. I had my bird dog khakis on. And, I mean, just so comfortable. And I've gotten to a point now, being in my 50s, that I don't care what it looks like. I don't care if, if it's just not the coolest looking thing. I just want something really comfortable. And here's the thing about bird dogs. They look great and they're comfortable. And, oh, by the way, they just launched sweatpants and the sweatpants can come with a liner or no liner it's up to you depends on how you want your area taken care of if you want it with a liner boom no underwear wear the sweatpants with a liner you're good to go you can probably wear those as a dude you can wear them probably all week long if you want to bird dog pants are absolutely perfect for fall golf the sweatpants are great for the cooler weather and if you have a little warmer weather they got the shorts with the liners, and I've got those two, and those are absolutely fantastic. You will love your bird dogs. Go to birddogs.com, enter promo code locked on, and they'll throw in a free bird dogs rope hat. That's birddogs.com, promo code locked on, and boom, a free bird dogs rope hat with your pair of bird dogs. The most comfortable shorts, pants, and sweatpants with built in liners. You will not take these things off. I promise you, birddogs.com. 
Thanks for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. All right, we're going to jump into Kentucky and Tennessee in just a second, but I know some of you out there are ready to pop the question, and you know what that question is. Will you marry me? That's one question that could be asked. Will you be my friend? That's another question you could ask. Would you like a really nice piece of jewelry? That's another question that you don't need to ask. You just need to know that you're going to have to do that at some point. And if you got a special milestone coming up that you want to celebrate and you want to let your love sparkle, that means it is time for Blue Nile, the original online jeweler. Blue Nile offers the largest selection of independently graded diamonds and pieces priced significantly below traditional retailers. Blue Nile has helped millions of couples create their perfect engagement ring. Their easy online tools let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as setting style. And listen, guys, we don't know anything about that. We have no idea. Is it this carrot? Is that carrot? Is it, is it a princess cut? Is it, you don't know anything. Trust me. Blue Nile knows. So trust them. They're on hand 24-7, shop stress-free with Blue Nile's 100% satisfaction guarantee. All Blue Nile orders are insured and shipped for free in discreet packaging. Make your moment sparkle with Blue Nile. Go to BlueNile.com and use code LOCKEDON to save $50 on your purchase of $500 or more. That's Blue Nile, B-L-U-E-N-I-L-E.com, code LOCKEDON to save $50 on your purchase of $500 or more. BlueNile.com, code Locked on. All right, dudes, let's talk Kentucky, Tennessee. It feels like Levis v. Hendon Hooker. But are there any surprises, Eric Crocker, that we should keep an eye on? Maybe not surprises, but is there anything beyond those two quarterbacks, or will your eyes be focused solely on those two quarterbacks in this matchup? Ah, Jalen Hyatt, the receiver out of Tennessee. And I think heading into the year, everybody thought that Cedric Tillman, like, that's the guy. You know, focus on him. And he's still going to be a big-time prospect whenever it is that he returns, especially if he finishes the season strong. Won't be any issues there. Really like him as a prospect. But Jalen Hyatt, Tennessee receiver, had five receiving touchdowns against Alabama. You see a guy that has that type of explosibility, you want you want more, right? You want to continue to see what he does week to week. And he's a uh, an explosive receiver, definitely long-legged, long stride, plays more so out of the slot. Uh, I'm interested to see, do they start to move him around a little bit more, play him on the outside? That's something that I'm intrigued uh, to continue to watch outside of these quarterbacks and see how they match up against each other on the same field. No doubt. Kentucky really missed Chris Rodriguez Jr. I Tracy earlier in the year, and they've gotten him back. And it's really hard. We're in at number 24. He's not Nick Chubb, but it's really hard to watch a guy with such tackle breaking ability with the breakaway speed that he's showing and the running style he has and not think of Nick Chubb when you watch Chris Rodriguez Jr. What do you what do you think about him as a running back? And what other prospects might you be looking at in this one? You know, you, you hit the nail on the head. I was going to go there immediately because he might be the turning point. Yes, the, the quarterbacks get all the flash, but he might be the thing that moves the chains for this particular Kentucky offense. And his style is one thing, but it's the fact it's the resiliency. It's it's not doesn't have Kareem Hunt's contact balance. The Chubb comparison, I think, is at. But it's also that there's more power behind the contact. It's not just absorbing and being able to deal with it balance-wise. I, I like that he actually has some aggression in that contact at times. I think that pays off for him, and I think it will continue to. But in the end, 
It is who can step up next. I don't know if there's a single pass catcher in Kentucky that I feel really good about. I'm waiting for someone to say, yes, I can be the number one. Because I think that is part of what's going on with Levis. Levis, I think this is this is the boilerplate for him. This is can he put up or shut up at this point? There's questions. He can answer them here against another quarterback that is looking, I think, to be in the same tier as him. When we get said and done, we're talking draft time. I think these guys are going to be in that second tier fighting for the spot. Yeah, I think this is going to be an interesting one for a lot of draft Knicks, draft analysts, and even scouts. Hey, man, I can kill two birds with one stone just watching this particular game with Levis uh, and Hooker. I, I'm looking forward to that matchup. Levis is not going to face a great secondary with Tennessee. It's one that Bryce Young shredded, and a lot of teams have shredded that secondary. Um, and I'm curious what Levis is able to do to it. But on the flip side, I think Hooker's got he's got all his weapons. Uh, I don't know when Tillman will be back, but when he gets him back, my goodness, that offense is going to go to a completely – different level now Eric Crocker mentioned Jalen Hyatt so let's talk receivers we've each come up with our top five wide receivers right now draft eligible receivers for the 2023 NFL draft we'll unveil those next right here on locked on NFL draft but first I want to talk about defense and safety and simply safe now how does all that go in the same thing with simply safe defense and and safety well simply safe the word is right there safe Simply Safe keeps your home safe. Just like a safety is the last line of defense for a defense against an offense trying to score on them, that's what Simply Safe is for you. They're that last line of defense and they're the best line of defense to keep your home safe. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. It's cutting edge technology, HD cameras inside and out. They have the quickness to get to your home when a real threat is available 24 7 monitoring agents and those people can sniff out is that a true threat or not and if it's a true threat they contact you asap if not they're able to understand through their monitoring technology whether it is or not so they don't bother you if it's not a true threat maybe it's just a cat running through the yard that triggered some of the cameras they can sift that out and keep you from being called at two in the morning when you don't need to be called their monitoring experts use proprietary advanced response technology to visually confirm when a break-in is real so you can get the highest priority police dispatch. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL. Save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. Visit Simply Safe. That's simply with an I. Simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL to learn more. There's no safe like Simply Safe. All right, gentlemen, let's sprint into our finish with our top five wide receivers right now. If we went to the board and said these are the five top five draft prospects. Now, making sure I say draft prospects because I would imagine that at least one of us, if not all, would have Rondi Gadsden from Syracuse, Marvin Harrison Jr., Emeka Abuka from Ohio State in our top five. If we did all the receivers, we're just talking about draft prospect receivers, one through five. I flipped a coin to see who would go first. Ryan Tracy, you get the opportunity to go first with your five. When, when it's all said and done, I need somebody that could do multiple things for me, can exploit defenses visually, understand where he needs to go, and has the athleticism to do it. It's really not close for me, I, so much so that I scared Eric Crocker out of the, of the video here. That's okay <laughs> because I'm taking Jordan Addison. He's the number one for me right now. Wow. Wow. Okay, who else do you have in – competition to be in the number one spot well when i broke it down and i look at, at 
the type of receiver. I had to go speed over size for okay. right now. Yep. So the aforementioned Jalen Hyatt, he's made a lot of climb. I'm going to put him right behind Addison right now because if you've got to pick somebody that can exploit a defense and give you something you don't have, that that's it, right? Yep. That's absolutely hey! okay. <laughs> so Ryan Tracy chose Jordan Addison right now as number one. Do I even have to ask? Do I should I just go to what's two through five? Who's number one on your board, Eric Crocker? Definitely Jordan Addison, man. He's been consistent. We're talking about somebody that was a Blitnikoff Award winner in 2021 season. Transfer, transfers over to USC, has not skipped a beat. He's been explosive. He's been dynamic. He's uh, very versatile. He can move around. And he also gives you special teams value with his punt returning ability. So this is a guy, man, reminds me a lot of Robert Woods when he was at USC. Another guy... Uh, Guys, Marquise Lee, Marquise Lee, when he was at USC, and everybody forgets, before the knee injury that Lee suffered, he was a big-time prospect as well. And I think uh, when you look at what Jordan Addison is doing, he's kind of following suit with some of those guys that were really good at USC. Now, different than Juju Smith-Schuster. And there was Juju there. Juju did his thing. He was good as well. But And Michael Pittman, guys like him as well. But in the sense of just the mold of type of receiver is, Robert Woods and Marquise Lee, that type of guy. So I'm going to give everybody a little peek behind the curtain. So throughout the week, obviously we're doing shows throughout the week, every single night, and we're sharing notes and we're talking about things that we want to talk about on the show. Hey, we want to talk on this show. And so we were thinking about what we want to do on this show. And, and we had said, Hey, um, you know, Ohio State, Penn State, man, there are a lot of receivers in that game. And it sort of gave us the idea of let's, let's come up with our top five independently. Let's come up with our top five receivers that draft prospect receivers. Let's do that top five. So we took a couple minutes before we started the show and we said, okay, come up with it. We're thinking about it. Boom, boom. We get it all done. Ryan Tracy picks number one, Jordan Addison. Eric Crocker comes up with Jordan Addison. And I, John Harris came up with Jordan Addison. Independently, the three of us came up unanimously, Jordan Addison, USC, number one. And for the reasons Eric put out, I feel like he has been that much more explosive in USC's offense. I think his catch and run ability, uh, we've seen that. I think his ability to go deep, win on post routes, win intermediate as well. I think this dude has shown everything that USC offense has really allowed him to flourish. I think even more so than when he has pit. I had some questions coming out of pit. I don't feel like I have any questions. I feel very solid that Jordan Addison is number one. Now- I, I think the biggest thing too, as it pertains to kind of the rest of the class, just the consistency, right? Uh, there were guys that were pegged to be wide receiver one, wide receiver right. two before the season started with Booty and uh, uh, Jackson yes, Smith and Jigma. But because of injuries, haven't really seen them. Okay, yeah. are they the same type of prospects still? Uh, and they weren't really pegged to be like these generational type prospects that could potentially miss a season and still be the first receiver off of the board. So when you kind of factor all that in, I think that definitely helps Jordan Addison get bumped up the board a little bit because I feel like you just know more of what you are getting. Yeah, I think it's a great point, Eric. Absolutely. And I feel like I'm getting, well, a really darn good receiver in Jordan Addison. I have number two, Quentin Johnston from TCU, which I know if people have watched this season, if they watched earlier in the season, they'd be like, who? If they've watched the last two or three weeks, they're like, oh, yeah. Now, I thought he was really good in 2021. I had him number 17 in my preseason Harris 100. I felt very solid in Quentin Johnston. He finally, finally got healthy and started showing what he could do. So I had Quentin Johnston number two. And, Ryan, you mentioned Jalen Hyatt. I have Jalen Hyatt number three right now because – my sole reasoning for Jalen Hyatt is I watched Will Fuller here for five years. And I watched Will Fuller 
run past fast defensive backs like it was nothing. And I think mm-hmm. Jalen Hyatt has got that club in his bag uh, for Tennessee. I still have Jackson Smith and Jigba because I'm being stubborn. Um, and I think he is that good. I have him at number four. My surprise, I guess, because you can go a lot of different ways. Number five, I have Rasheed Rice from out of SMU. Uh, and I got a text from my buddy Andre Ware who called the SMU Navy game the other night. And he had been talking with the strength coach. And the strength coach had given him a, had sent him a text of all Rasheed Rice's numbers in the weight room, out on the track, everything. His numbers are are ridiculous. If I could find that text, I would read it. It's, I mean, he ran like a 21 flat 200 meters in high school. Uh, he's got like a 41-inch vertical. I mean, he's got measurables that I know, Ryan, when you do the full analytics on Rasheed Rice, mm-hmm. they're going to be absolutely incredible. And one of the other things we talked about during the break, too, is at the Senior Bowl, and he's a senior, that's an opportunity for a guy like Rasheed Rice to really solidify what, what, what I'm saying about him is he's legit. He is an absolute legit home run hitter, can play outside. I think he could play on the inside. A lot more teams are playing guys on the inside to run those slot fades uh, against quarters coverage, against halves coverage. They like having that guy potentially against a safety inside. So you're seeing a lot of these fast guys go into the slot. Like Jalen Hyatt has exposed everybody that has covered him in the slot. So to me, this is a pretty interesting class. That's what I have my five. I know Quentin, Quentin Johnson was one we kind of chuckled about um, earlier, but Dude, 6'4", 217, runs in the 4'3 range, has Kelvin Benjamin-like size, uh, and runs like uh, Jamar Chase. So he's going to be a really interesting case, I think, for a lot of teams. But I think this receiver class is deep. I mean, the names I didn't even mention. I didn't mention Kayshawn Booty from LSU. They mentioned Marvin Mims from out of Oklahoma. Uh, I think he's definitely in the mix. And one of the guys in the slot, I would have him a little bit further down, but we're talking about a true slot receiver that I think has got hands, run-after-catch ability, He's 5'11", 215, so he's built a little differently. That's Parker Washington from out of Penn State. That dude has got some serious quicks, great hands, uh, and can do a lot of things in the slot. I think he's going to make a team's uh, make a team's roster playing in the slot and be very, very dangerous on the level of Amon Ross St. Brown. Maybe along those lines, he's a little bit – he's not as, not as shifty and as much twitch as Amon Ra has, but that's the kind of impact I think he can have because of the receiver he is. So this receiver class is going to be really, really fun to watch over the next few months and see how it all shakes out. But independently tonight, the three of us came up with Jordan Addison. Go ahead, flash it. Flash your Carson Palmer jersey that you now can use for Jordan Addison as well, Eric Crocker. (laughs) I'm just going to rip the name off the back of the jersey. Just rip rip it off and let Jordan Addison be WR number one. Gentlemen, very nice job tonight. Tomorrow, we have something tremendous for you. Friday night draft. Not even going to give you the topic. Not even going to give you the topic. But I got a feeling when you hear it and when you start hearing our picks, it's going to make your mind race as to what you would do and what you would draft. That's tomorrow. You do not want to miss that. Now, we thank you for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. Eric, Ryan, appreciate you guys having me as always. You guys are the very best for listening out there. We'll see you tomorrow. Friday Night Draft is going to be a good one. Make sure you do not miss it. It's Locked On NFL Draft. Have a nice night. Let's go. Peace.